cliffcentral.com. Alrighty. Do you want to know what's happening in the world of Bitcoin? Mm-hmm. $8,065. Ethereum at $163. And we're going to find out from Anthea what's happening in the rest of the market because it's time for the money shot. Mm-hmm. Hey, Anthea, what's happening? Good morning. Uh, all good. Nice hot summery day. Have you seen I've kept my money plant alive? Where's it's it? in my office. It's very happy. Oh, it's I didn't go into your flourishing. office. Flourishing. It would be very bold of me. <laughs> you can go into my office. Okay, thanks. Oh. Next time. You can. Just do a little <laughs> sneak peek every time have, you have come a, in here. Have a look and, and see your, your money plant thriving. Your money plant. And here, you're more than welcome to come and sit in my office. I have a new couch. Oh, Yes. M- maybe not the We're couch, Anthea, but check out the office. <laughs> There's so many things I can say. <laughs> this couch. I know. I like yes. Stop. <laughs> exactly what you're thinking. Don't say that. Okay. All right. So uh, if my money plant is thriving, does that mean the markets are as well? Um, not exactly. It was quite a tumultuous week last week. I mean, it, it's the same story over and over. Trade wars, Brexit. It's nonstop. And we don't really have much in the way of company news um, so there's nothing really to bolster the market. We had a couple of trading updates, like from Raubix, which is which works in the construction in, and mining industry, um, saying that headline earnings per share was going to be up between 70 and 90 percent, and that government orders were coming through, and that government was actually starting to pay. So that was quite good news, and I think we potentially this was probably the first sign I've seen of some sort of turnaround. Um, in the local economy, but globally it's a it's a mess. Uh, manufacturing oh, yeah. numbers were terrible, including South Africa's. We had IHS markets, South Africa PMI, so PMI stands for Purchasing Managers Index, um, contracted to forty nine point two. And you'll remember that fifty mark is kind of the midpoint. You know, anything above fifty is expansion. Anything below fifty is contraction. Um, and it's made up of two things. It's made up of output and new orders. Um, output fell, no, sorry, new orders fell for the 15th successive month. Sure. And so it's, it's just looking absolutely dire. You, you know, so we're stuck kind of, and I think, I honestly am thinking that government are trying really hard, but we've had a decade of a disaster. We haven't taken advantage of the global upturn. Now the global economy is slowing down and we don't really have a way to take Advantage of kind of government trying to fix things. And then when Tito does put out some kind of a plan, he's forced to apologize for it. Oh, I didn't hear him apologize for it. Yeah, he was forced by um, certain quarters in the ANC to apologize for his plan because it doesn't fit with the, 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 the general left-leaning ideas of the ANC. And suddenly he's the finance minister is forced to retract or at least apologize what for what was he, missing in the plan. Well, land expropriation, I yeah, bet. probably land yeah. expropriation, probably a whole lot more, you know, political stuff, right? Regulation and interference in the uh, economy, less free market principles. Okay. Yeah. There are a lot of people in the ANC who still really do not have new ideas since the 1940s and 50s. It does feel like that, doesn't it? Yeah. And, and then they wonder why things aren't growing. I, I heard an interesting interview um, from an enterprise and supplier development beneficiary um, who grows chickens um, on a chicken farm and, and offers feed and all sorts of things. And he was saying, guys, the way I built my business was actually to go to government and take advantage of 
the assistance that they're giving you. And he says it's so funny because he'll speak to his compatriots or other kind of chicken farmers and they, and they don't even know about it. So kind of, if you're a business person, I almost feel like you're not doing your homework if you're not aware of what the government's doing. Right. So, so it's a very change in sentiment, what I'm normally all very negative about in sure. South Africa. But I am, last week, definitely I saw some green shoots, if you like. So how yeah. am I going to take advantage of I was, I was talking about this last week as well, because um, we went to an event, met some people there like, um, you know, Stephen Kosef, ex of Investec. Oh, he's I got a, you were going to say the mining and he's got, a, he's got a cool off week, uh, cool, cool off year. He's not yeah. allowed to participate in anything banking related. How funny is but this? But I also saw Magda <laughs> from Signia. I saw, um, who's the other the guy? Oh, Richard Wainwright, who's the current CEO of Investec. I saw some, some prominent business people and a lot of them are talking about these green shoots that you just mentioned, that there are things that are starting to happen in certain areas that are oh, giving okay. them pause for. A little bit of positivity, and and I'm, I'm, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like I, I don't easily fall for the the hype and the talk because I know what what business people are like, right? They'll try and sell their business and try sure. to get you to buy and, and say, you know, come and invest in my business. Things are looking good. <laughs> I'm skeptical, is the word, but yeah, I, I'm also quite kind of. A little bit noticing things happening, and then of course it was the mining in Darba last week as well. Oh, how did that go? Um, so here I am skeptical because most of the CEOs were trying to put a positive spin on things every time they got questioned about the future of the industry. I was going, no, 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 this is not a great, mining's not a great industry to be yeah. in. I mean, I don't think South Africa can suddenly switch off coal and go to renewable energy. That's, that's not going to happen if you think so. Sure. Um, so, you know, we've got to hang in there, but there was a lot of talk of renewable energy and all exciting things. Globally, we've already seen gold, um, spike or rally quite high because it's such a safe haven metal. And then the other thing is rhodium and palladium, um, for catalytic, catalytic converters in cars. The demand, funnily enough, is still there, even though there have been supply issues because it's kind of offsetting. So those three, um, Kind of precious metals, if you like, will probably continue to be supported. Um, but I, I don't really see how this will carry on. And, and, and you know, there's a lot of talk of China um, putting forward stimulus measures because their economy seems to be slowing as well. And so you probably see short-term spikes in things like steel and iron ore because of the Chinese stimulus packages. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I'm, I don't think it's that exciting. All right. Um, the, the, the other thing that happened in the market, well, besides the rugby on Saturday, literally volumes on Saturday when the rugby started, plummet, like there was nothing. <laughs> you could not buy or trade shares on the JSC when the rugby started on Friday, <laughs> with, like in, in quantity, maybe one or two shares, 10 shares, 100 shares, 1,000 shares, whatever. But like if you were trying to do a million rand trade, there was no way. Was so, like, yeah, traders, everyone just down tools in the market on Friday. It was kind of funny ridiculous, to see. right? Kind of, yeah. yeah. South Africa did do okay, though, didn't they? Um, but, the, but the other thing that came out was foreign ownership of bonds in South Africa, which has now fallen, government bonds has now fallen to 37%. So ownership, foreign ownership of our government bonds has fallen 32, 37% from a high in March last year of 43%, um, which is quite a lot. I mean, it doesn't sound a lot, but it is a lot. These are billions of rands that we're talking about. Um, 
And this was even before Moody's have downgraded us because we all know that if Moody's downgrades us, foreigners are going to have to sell our bonds because it will no longer be part of the um, government bond index, the world government bond, Barclays' government right. bond index, right? Um, and, and this is despite a couple of weeks ago us putting out, what was it, $4 billion, uh, dollars, yes, in euro bonds, selling $4 billion of euro bonds and us being currently the highest yielding bond in the emerging market bond index. So sure. we're paying the most for our debt. That's not good. No. Not at all. But even then, investors are going, well, I don't really, I'm not really interested. <laughs> Here's another interesting one. Engine, you know, engine service stations, sure. they're owned by uh, Pet- Petronas, which is the Malaysian National Petroleum Company, and 26% Pambani, which you might know, Patuman Shloko, who was yes. head of MTN. They're going to list next year, they said. Engine will. Engine. Yeah, mm. so just, just the subsidiary, Engine will list. Okay. And they're going to use the proceeds of that to upgrade a plant in Durban, which is, I think, again, is very exciting. In fact, I was at, speaking at a conference a couple of weeks ago, and I drove through um, the M3 from the Durban air- airport, and there's a whole like distribution center going up there with huge distributions, um, like, ex- ex- what do they call it? Interchange with huge distribution centers from pick and pay. I think it was Mr. Price was definitely there. So it's like this whole hub going on of kind of growth, which is fantastic. Um, and another green shoot. Yeah. Right? So, okay. Let's let's take it. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Um, and then there were a couple of other kind of small company bits and bobs of news, like Bidcorp saying that they were selling Best Foods, their UK operations. They've already written it down as a discontinued operation, so it doesn't really impact on earnings per share or the share price particularly. But it's interesting to see again that they're drawing towards their core and getting rid of anything that's non-core. Okay. Um, and, and here's a big one. Well, big one for my industry anyway. Four years after Third Circle, which is an asset management business, um, lost nearly two-thirds of its value in just two days of trading, December 2015, which is about the time when uh, President Zuma changed his finance minister, if you remember that yes. day. In fact, I remember you calling me that Sunday night going, oh, my God, Anthea, did you just see what happened? Yeah. <laughs> Panic. Yes, no, it's okay, Gareth. I go. I, I, I'm also panicking with you. <laughs> was not a good. Was not a good day. Yes. Day. <laughs> um, Met Collective Investment Schemes is their manco, their management company for this unit trust, and Fisco, which is the FSCA Financial Sector Conduct Authority. Wow, that's a, that's a great one, Fisca. FSCA. <laughs> well, they were FSB FSB before, right? Now yeah. they're FSCA, so we just call them Fisca. <laughs> All right, great. <laughs> they find Metzi, the manco, a hundred million rand mm-hmm. for not having proper risk management processes in place oh and not boy. checking that Third Circle, who was the underlying asset manager, um, had excess exposure to derivatives and they'd lost two thirds of the value. I mean, I think what's going to be interesting about this is whether or not investors will get their money back. So I've heard that investors won't get their money back, but I'd be very surprised. I mean, people like me have paid thousands of rands in insurance every month so that if anything like this does happen, one of my fund managers goes rogue, heaven forbid, I will hunt him or her down, sure. that we are covered, you know. 
Okay. Um, so I'd be surprised if investors didn't get them or at least a portion of their money back. Okay. And then we saw U.S. non-farm payrolls increase by 136,000 for September. They were expecting 145,000 new jobs, so they were disappointed. Uh, the market was a bit disappointed. But unemployment, the lowest it's been in 50 years, at 3.5% in the U.S. now. So amazing things happening there. That's um, very that's good. We need to take some tips. Yeah, and creating We've jobs. created a lot of jobs. <laughs> I just, my administration has made the most jobs. It's a lot of jabs. Very few Americans do not have a job. Just, I have to caveat that with the actual hourly wage, though, has fallen, right? So yeah. be careful. They're, they're increasing jobs, but they're paying less. Ooh. So the Americans are taking home less every month, even though the unemployment is at a 50-year low. Okay. And then, of course, just the last thing to add on top of that, um, that the World Trade Organization approved Trump's um, trade, or what do you call it, retaliation to against Europe. And the Trump administration are going to take advantage of what they call carousel retaliation. So, in other words, they're now not going to be buying things like Irish and Scotch whiskey, French wine, olives, cheese, you know the story from Europe. Yep. And the carousel part of it is that they can actually just change whatever and, and put increased tariffs on whichever sector they want to. It doesn't like once they decide that it's uh, red wine, it doesn't have to stay that way for decades until they change. They can just decide tomorrow that actually it's yogurt. Hmm. So mm, that's, I, th- I think businesses in Europe are, are going to suffer a bit, but hopefully, hopefully we'll have a positive day today. Asia's opened higher. Um, hopefully, follow that through. I'm holding thumbs. Thanks very much, guys. All right, Anthea, thank you very much. Pleasure.